Hello, my name is Michael Schneiders. I'm the CFO of Brain Biotech AG just outside of Frankfurt. Quite new to the job, actually, for the last three months. And I'm very excited to present today a very, very strong full-year figures. We have a split fiscal year, so um, ending at the 30th of September. So hence today presenting our full-year figures. Essentially, just let me quickly remind you what Brain is all about. So we hit now 50 millions of revenues in this year, so very strong acceleration on the 38.5 we had the last three years. We have almost 30 years of experience now in the market. We're actually celebrating our 30th anniversary in the summer. We have about 330 employees now in the group and a very, very strong track record, as I think, of uh, successfully finished B2B projects, industrial partnerships here uh, over these uh, years. In 2016, we are listed as the Frankfurt Stock Exchange, CMB, highest quality segment of the prime standard. And what we're all about is essentially the focus on industrial biotechnology with some inroads into pharmaceuticals. And here at Brain, we develop everything basically out of the lab up to the production level. And I think with that, we are one of the few actually assets available in Europe who can do that. And certainly the only one listed in the German Stock Exchange. Just quickly on the group structure, on the left-hand side, the see bioscience business. In the bioscience business, essentially, here we focus on two things. First of all, so-called our tailor-made solutions business, that is basically services to our clients on sciences, where we develop on behalf of the industry, essentially, innovative services in biotechnology. Secondly, our incubator, here we bring own large products to the market and develop here on our own pipeline. I'm going to share a bit of that later on on that. On the right-hand side, our bioindustrial business, here we actually do have our products business, here we sell mainly enzymes to our customers in the areas of food, beverage, and the environment. And in the low-end box, you can basically see the number of companies and brand names you operate under in, in under the market. Uh, and the big cross is on L.A. Schmidt. That's a company we just had to post off at the end of last fiscal year, which about 2.2 million of net sales being consolidated in this year. And the cash inflow from the disposal of 2 million, which will be realized basically at the beginning of the first quarter of this business year. So actually the quarter in here right now from a business perspective. Let me run through the highlights of the fiscal year 21-22. First of all, I think clearly we are back to organic growth. And that's something big for us because after three years of stagnation, we have now managed to grow 30% of top line. Half of that is basically organic growth. Secondly, we have successfully integrated one acquisition by the name of Rayatech, a company being focused on baking enzymes, and that business has added essentially the other 15% of growth to the, to the group. And with good cost control and harvesting increasingly synergies across the group, I think we have been very prudent to control our costs, at the same time growing revenues, giving us nice operating leverage here. And last but not least, we have been publishing our first ESG report. And ESG does build a very integral part of our business model, not only by running the business, but also for benefiting of ESG trends in the market, particularly in the markets of food, beverage, and health. As said, Breatech has not only been successfully integrated, but we think also will be driving future growth with quite exciting product portfolio in the area of baking products. The bioscience division, as said, focused here in Swingberg, but also at our Potsdam subsidiary, has been fully recovering now from pre-pandemic levels. Uh, we are almost fully utilized here on a scientific level and with increasing levels not only of tailor-made solutions business, but also tailor-made solutions business with miles down and royalty outside. We're actually very satisfied with this unit in this business here. On bioindustrial side, particularly our largest entity, Biocatalyst, uh, being located in Cardiff, has been performing very strongly. 
we have been able to commission a big 10 cube fermenter this year. And the second cube fermenter is just in commissioning at this very moment. So we hope to bring the first capacity to the market in the second half of this year. On our incubator pipeline, i.e. our own big product we bring to the market, we had a very successful launch of our soil tech enhancer one, which basically allows consumer good companies to reduce the salt content in food. Secondly, we have found a new partner of urban mining. Urban mining is where we basically recycle gold from waste streams, i.e. for example, motherboard or the keyboard or the cell phone world, and use this gold basically as locally mined gold. And last but not least, and I said it already on the last chart, we have sold of our daughter company, L.A. Schmidt, a company active in the areas of cosmetics. And with selling that business, we actually have now fully focused our bioindustrial divisions on science-intensive products business, and cosmetics has not been one of these. Of course, also some lowlights in the quarter. First of all, we were faced, as most of the other companies, by supply chain restraints. So very much so uh, having problems getting enough sourcing in the markets. Also logistics services were sometimes not available or if they were available at high cost. So for example, air freight and thermal shipping. And that has basically mostly negatively affected our affiliate BioSan and LA Schmidt. On the incubator pipeline, some positive before, before reported, but also some negative. Natural fermented beverage one could not be successfully launched in the market. It has basically failed consumer tests, and the partners have decided to um, exit the program. On Favaris, our pharmaceutical program, there was a hold on the trial in the U.S. by the FDA, which is a preliminary hold. Favaris has actually now uh, communicated to us a positive preclinical data. They have also found a mitigation strategy with the FDA to lift this hold. And we are quite confident that the program will go back on track. But please, for further details, refer to the website loaded here on Favari. Last but not least, our subsidiary wise Biotech, who has been in restructuring mode for the last two years. Also, this year has been slower recovering and thought. Good news here. We have cut the corner in terms of stabilizing sales. We also have reduced the losses, but we are not quite at break even and hope definitely do so in this business year. Then let me quickly focus on the recent ad hoc announcements we have made on Acrylivian Genomics. That's our genome editing daughter company. We have bundled all of these activities under the brand number Acrylivian Genomics and are planning essentially to bring this company to the market as a separate legal entity and then so also to attract essentially external funding for that company. The announcement we have made is basically that the company is rather going to focus more now on therapeutics, remember, in biotech, especially focused industrial biotech, the new daughter company will look more into therapeutic applications. And the reason for that is that our own developed nuclease, which actually can cut genes, hence genome engineering, has a very interested uh, mode of action, which is differentiated to most of the existing tools and will allow what we call guided toxicity, not only to enrich cells, but also to depletes cells, i.e. kill cells and for that can be used in therapeutical applications, including some applications in the field of cancer or oncology. From that point of view, the new daughter company will have a stronger focus here, and the good news for you as an investor is essentially, the biggest application field in the market is definitely therapeutics for genome engineering, and we think we can play an important role here, and hence also get the benefits for our shareholders from economic development. Our incubator pipeline, that we run our own large project, will not have an update this time. The reason for that is that we're planning to do an in-depth analysis of the pipeline and presentation to the capital markets, 
at our capital markets day on February 27th. We obviously all invited to, and I hope also to present here in a different video format and to you of the outcomes of this game today. Let me dive into the numbers. As I said before, very strong growth, 29% revenue growth on the top line, half of that 49% organic. Both divisions contributing, with bioscience growing 17% and bioindustrial growing 33%, 13.4% red growth. So the JBITA has shown a very strong turnaround, almost to break-even level with a slight minus. And also keep in mind, we have invested heavily into our Caribbean genomics platforms, i.e. 2 million about the last 12 months. And that is a half a million extra spending compared to the year before. So basically, if you add that on top, you would already be in positive territory in terms of adjusted EBITDA. Quickly, maybe the delta between our adjusted EBITDA and the EBITDA, mostly driven by effects from the so-called ESOP, so the Employee Stock Ownership Program, so stock options we give out to management and our employees. Also, some M&A integration costs here, mainly from the Brea tech sales. And one positive one also is we also have excluded because we have been successfully able to sell a Schmidt about book value. And uh, that sale about book value of 650,000 euros was realized here in, in every day and adjusted as first for one of the effect. So altogether, quite strong reading for the 12-month figures. Very positive revenue development, also completely merit in adjusted EBITDA and EBITDA. Let me jump into cash flow. Operating cash flow has followed the positive operating performance, i.e. Uh, significantly come up from minus 4 million to minus 1.5 million. Without the investments in the Caribbean genomics, that would have been already in positive territory. We have heavily kept on investing, i.e. investing cash flow minus 12 million, 3.1 million for the purchase of Breatech in the bread enzyme business, 1.2 million for our daughter company SolarCure, where they financed the clinical program in Series B, and 6.1 million capex at our daughter company Biocatalyst and Cardiff to further extend the production and labor foundation for future growth. So out of that 12.6 million investment cash flow, I would argue more than 10 million in this free dedicated program go basically to harvest the platform and to put in the foundation for growth in the coming years. Our cash position is now 8.4 million, which I would still think is adequate at the moment in time. On top of the cash we have on hand, there will be a cash inflow from the sale of L.A. Schmidt of roughly about $2 million in the first quarter of this year. We have $7 million unshown credit lines on top, which we can facilitate. And also our very profitable daughter companies, particularly for the industrial side, have hardly any net debt, so that we have further debt capacity at our subsidiary levels available. So let me say it again. I think cash is completely adequate at the level we are at the moment. This is a chart I would not have liked to share with you for the last three years because it basically was in terms of revenues. But it is a chart I like very much this year because we are back to growth. And that growth ought only reflects on the overall group. It reflects in each of the segments and it reflects in acquisition terms, but particularly also in organic terms. So I think a very strong reading for the financial years also putting graphs here. If you look at adjusted ABDA, obviously the group has improved significantly. Within the group, the biggest driver was bioindustrial, improving from 3.2 million to 4.9 million. But also the bioscience division has improved for better sales. Keep in mind, within the bioscience division, we have basically 2 million investments into our Caribbean genomics. And also in last fiscal year, there was half a million more milestone income in this year. So basically adjusting for that, the operating leverage would be significantly more positive than shown on this picture. Geographic revenues, I think we are extremely well diversified for a company of our size of around 50 million sales. 
internationalization has continued in the last couple of years. Germany now stands for 16% of our revenues. Europe stands for about 60% of our revenues. And close to 30% come basically out of the United States of America. And exactly these two regions, North America and also Europe, are going to be the focus region for the next years to come. And we think we have ample opportunities to grow in these two core markets. But we will also look, of course, at selected opportunities in Asia and particularly also Latin America, where we think we have a very good fit with our, with our enzyme portfolio at the moment. Let me talk a bit about general business risk. I mean, direct effects of a corona pandemic have mostly vanished. And as a most notable sign, we were still supposed to wear a mask at work. Today was the first day of me walking into the door without one. So clear sign also here the effect to normal. But of course, the spillover effects of a pandemic still continue. So i.e., we still have a situation where we have significant restraints or constraints in the supply chain. We actually see still high inflationary pressures on material, on labor costs, and um, also energy costs. And of course, uh, it is difficult for everybody right now to get talented labor and enough people into the companies. So to follow on to our growth strategy, also we struggle and are challenged right now to attract enough talent to facilitate that growth strategy. So definitely, the future is not without risks, but we are quite confident, basically, on how the business has started on to the financial year. Talking about our targets, also here, please bear with me, because at the Capital Markets Day on February 27th, we're going to give you a quantitative guidance for the full fiscal year. Just a quick word, we expect to continue to grow on organic terms this year, and quite solidly so. And we also expect our profitability to go further up. These forecasts are both made without the investment into Caribbean genomics, uh, because here, of course, we are trying to found and fund a separate company. And depending on how that exactly is playing out, might change the numbers quite dramatically for the year. So from that point of view, uh, we will do the guidance without a Caribbean genomics, just guiding on the underlying operating business. Quick word to our shareholding structure. MP Battalion scheme here. Family-owned business. The family basically owns the Recaro. Seating aircraft seating business in Germany also invested into biotech, namely in us and Brain Biotech AG, now owning 45.3% of the company. That holding six months ago was at 38%, so they have used the share price weakness to increase their position. And they're very happy to have them as their anchor shareholders on board, and they remain very, very supportive of the business development also going forward. And last but not least, let me point out what we're going to present our 3M numbers on February 27th, together with our Capital Markets Day. He will take you on a journey to present basically what we are planning for the group in the next couple of years. And shortly thereafter, we're going to present our annual general meeting on March 8th, this time again in a virtual format. So please be invited to share in both of the formats, and I hope also to be able to then uh, do another video shoot for you uh, to also give you an update what, what have we been reporting on these two events. Thank you very much. If you have any more questions, Please give us a shout at Brain, and particularly here at Martina Schuster at the Investor Relations Department. Thank you very much. Disclaimer. As described in our legal section on our website www.seat11a.com, this publication is just for informational purposes only. This means it is not considered to give you any investment advice. Any opinion or recommendation expressed by the companies is neither given nor supported by us and should not be considered an investment advice from our side.
Also remember that any opinion or recommendation expressed is subject to changes without further notice. The content itself is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, completeness, or timeline of its content. Seat11a.com and its employees disclaim all liabilities for any loss that may arise in any form from any use of information in the video slash audio and from our website. We neither express any opinion on the future value of any security or other investment vehicle, nor recommend any investment based on the information given. Please consider the publications and our website as a platform for companies to present themselves, but you need to seek financial advice from an expert regarding the accuracy and appropriateness of the material presented or recommended by the companies in the publication, as we are just considered a publisher. We may hold and trade any time securities in the presenting company, may it be a listed or private company. By consuming our content, you agree to these terms and the terms in our legal section on our website.